Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, people. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the Portland Trailblazers post game. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Here's your host, Daniel West. All right. I think you were right, guys. I think you were right. I, Columbus was way too high. I told you. I, I told you too, man. You're like three? Three? They're not three. Well, you watched them this week and you're like, I'm wrong. Yeah, they're not three. I stand by Atlanta. I stand by New York. After that? Okay, give it to me right now. Give it to me right now. Since you're like all this, give it to me right now. One Atlanta, two who? <sighs> Maybe Kansas City. Okay, three. Don't, if you say Columbus, I'm leaving this studio. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. New York. After that? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't play Medina. Okay, that's fair. You think he's a better number 10 than uh, the other guy, Martinez, or whatever his name is? Uh, you don't even know his name. I don't remember his name. All right, look him up. Who's the number 10 for New York City FC? Because it wasn't – Martinez is on uh, Houston. Who's the number 10? Look it up, Dave. Who's the number 10 on uh, NYC? I think it's Tomas Martinez. It's not Tomas Martinez. It's not. It's not. Anyway, uh, yeah, you guys are right about that. You guys are right about that. So that's, that's on me. Uh, today, I would like to look at the NFL primetime schedules because the NFL is upon us. And I don't want to talk. Ma- you just Can you just yell it out? Ma- Maximiliano Morelli. Mer- Morales. Let me just get the name here. Just give me the name. Here you go. Thank you. Maximiliano Morales. That's what I said. No, you didn't. You said something different than that. You said, I don't know what you said. He messed it up royally. It was terrible. It was really bad. Uh, so today on the show, the city and sports die is making an appearance again. Uh, here he is again. Um, yeah, there he is. It, was that him speaking? Was that him speaking or was that you? Well, I, I was trying to summon him and he, he was he was very quiet. Hey, sports guy, wake up. Okay, there he is. Yes, I know. We'll talk football. So, first day of being a fully nationally syndicated show. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Wow. In 16 short episodes, we've gone from just the reach of Los Angeles to worldwide. And want to welcome our affiliates all across the United States for joining the informal program. I'm Daniel. Uh, John Beanie is my producer, for those of you just joining us. Dave Rogers. Wait, you got this wrong. You oh, Please, be humble. Sit down. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Or that, too. I pressed the wrong button. Be humble. That's right. Sit down. Get out of here. Be humble. I played the wrong one again. All right, that is my engineer, loosely, John Beanie. <laughs> Great way to start the show for the national audience. For the new affiliates, coast to coast in America, you play the wrong drop three times, but that's all right. So that's my producer, John Beanie. You said it again. He's, I'm the engineer. He's the producer. Okay. John's the engineer. Dave's the producer. Yep. And you haven't booked a guest in three months. Nope. All right. So what are you doing back there? Mispronouncing Maximiliano Morales. <laughs> okay. We're also joined by an army of drops that you will hear from at different points in the show. And if you didn't know that, 
That's right. So, today, because the sentient sports die will not be quiet, he, he removed all our penalties because uh, he, 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 as, a, as a peace token, he wanted to apologize for getting the national championship wrong, where he, he, said, he had Villanova. He got the national championship right. Out of all those brackets across the United States, the sentient sports die actually got it right. He got Villanova and Michigan in the final, and because the sentient sports die likes yellow, he picked the wrong team. Everywhere you turn, it's just awful. It was awful. So to apologize, he removed all our penalties. So we're clear. But you're going to get some for calling me uh, the producer. I mean, if you can book a guest, I mean, we'll call you the producer. Okay, so let's get to this football because I, it's draft week. Yeah, and you've talked nothing about football. You haven't talked football. Like the Rams, you told us the Rams are assembling a super team. And you haven't talked squat about football. I mean, listen, I'm telling you, man, we're going national with this show, okay? You need to talk football. The American people want their football, okay? I don't care. Listen, it can be... The middle of summer. All the footballs are deflated. So it's just the Patriots thing. Okay. I walked right into that one. Uh, what was I saying? You're ranting about the NFL. That's right. The people want the NFL. So give them the NFL. Give the people what they want. That should be our slogan. I feel like there's a show on ESPN that does that. I don't, I don't know. They'll look into that. So... You, you want football? You're, I'm going to give you football, but it's not going to be the football you want. Okay? So here's what we're going to do. Since the sentient sports die, who really is the producer of the show, even more so than Dave, he, he really tells me what to do. By the way, you're talking five minutes of golf next week. He just told me. Okay, very well. Five minutes of golf. Put, yeah, write that down, Dave. I'm not your scribe. You're the producer. You have to do something. That's true. I mean, I get paid to watch the show. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's a great attitude about producing. Um, well, at least you're watching. Wait, you're watching? You're not listening? I mean, every once in a while. Okay, so before we run out of time. We're not going to run out of time. I got, we, got, we got all the time in the world, bro. We're going to talk some football here because we need to talk football because the sentient sports die, the American people, they talk football, it's draft week. The Browns will draft someone who will probably be the wrong guy and they'll stay in the cycle of mediocrity. Uh, Giants, who are the Giants going to pick? I don't know, running back, quarterback. Um, the teams who are contending are probably going to get linemen or some wide receiver. We'll hear from five years from now, and everyone will say, oh, why didn't we get that guy in the draft? It's because the Browns picked the wrong quarterback. That concludes our NFL draft coverage. Moving on now to the real things we want to talk about here, and this is the fascinating part of the NFL for me personally, and that is, play the soundbite, Monday Night Football. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this whole Monday Night Football saga, Basically, the NFL is just is stealing money from ESPN. That's what's going on here. Oh, whoa, no, no, whoa, no, no, whoa, no, 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 no. No, that's the truth. That's the truth. Too far. That is not too far. They're stealing money from them. When Monday Night Football went from ABC to ESPN, there's a book out. It's called uh, These Guys Have All the Fun. It's a, it's a book all about ESPN. And it talks about, if I read this correctly, Dave's nodding. I did read this correctly. ESPN thought they were buying the primetime Monday night football coverage that ABC had had for 50 years, however long, what, 60 years? I don't know how long uh, Monday night football is on. Look that up as well. How long was Monday night football on ABC? 
And they thought they were getting this package. John Madden and Al Michaels were still, ABC Sports had kind of folded, but Al Michaels and John Madden were still employed by whatever entity was doing this thing. And John Madden's like, no, I think you got the old Sunday night football schedule, which was not as good. And he said, I think the, the way to tell this is if, uh, what was it, John? If, the, if the, the, the defending champion is on two times, it's the Monday night football primetime schedule. If it's not, it's the old Sunday night. Right. So John looked at the schedule. He's like, uh-uh, this is bad, man. You, you all got fleeced. So Monday night football is now on ESPN with their old lame games on that used to be on Sunday night. And Sunday night football on NBC, somehow they ended up with the primetime games that used to be on Monday night football. If you're confused by this, apparently so was ESPN, and that's why they've had some problems the last few years. So with that being said, in the past few years, they've rotated the booth in Monday Night Football. Tony Kornheiser was in there. Uh, Ron Jaworski was in there. And then they finally found the team, John Gruden and Mike Tirico. And then Mike Tirico left for Sunday Night Football, and John Gruden's coaching again. So the booth is in turmoil, and the schedule's bad. And now on top of it, Thursday Night Football has come in, and apparently Thursday Night Football is hoarding the best games. So what we're going to do on the show today and take up the rest of this segment so that all the NFL people will get off my back and say, why aren't you talking football? I will do that. Was that a Bagman impersonation? Yeah, I do one of him, and he does one of me. Can I hear his? Ask him. Get Go to the newsroom and ask him before he does his report if he can do an impersonation of me. All right, cool. Okay. Bagman's our news guy, by the way, for those of you new to the show. News in quotation marks. I'm doing quotes with my hands because he usually gets off into other subjects and such things that have nothing to do with actual news. So modern news. Yep. So we're going to look at the Monday night schedule first, and uh, we have some drops here just in case, you know, things get out of hand. All right, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the hallowed Monday night football schedule according to uh, AthlonSportsAndLife.com. Are you ready? Let's do this, boy. Okay. Too much hype. All right, let's do this, young man. Okay. Pandering. Let's do this, male human. Good enough. Week one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they got the wrong schedule. New York Jets at Detroit Lions. Oh, man. What? Oh, man. Wow. That's the that's the start? And then Rams at, at Oakland Raiders. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We can't. We got to stop this. Talk about shocking. I knew things were bad, but they're opening with the Jets and the Lions? He's speechless. That's not good on the radio. The Jets and the... I'm not faking this, guys. That is the opener for Monday Night Football on ESPN, the Jets and the Lions? I think the Lions are decent. The Lions? Hold on. Whether you're a football fan, a sports fan, whatever, you cannot open your primetime coverage with the main attraction being the Detroit Lions. I'm sorry. That's a terrible idea. Agreed, Charles Barkley. Then we also have the Rams at the Oakland Raiders when, you know, it's 7 o'clock and they they throw sheep out to call the game because... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on. Hang on a minute. I will not allow that. I will not allow Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm not saying anything about the commentators who do that game. Beth Mullins did a fantastic job last year. 
Rex Ryan, he did a good job. Sideline reporter, I forget his name. He was struggling, but he was trying his best. That's not what I mean. I'm not slamming the commentators. What I mean is that game, that game is at 10 o'clock Eastern time. My point isn't that they have bad announcers doing it. My point is that you might as well just have sheep and shepherds out there in the middle of the fields just calling the game because everyone's asleep on the East Coast and no one cares about that game. They should switch those. The Rams and the Raiders should be on before the Jets and the Lions. Okay, moving on quickly. Week two, Seahawks at Bears. Oh, man, keep going. Week three, Steelers at Buccaneers. Oh, this is painful, man. I, don't, I can't do more of these. Week four, Chiefs and Broncos. Hey, look at that. Game of the year. With Patrick Mahomes, because uh, the other guys. Oh, that's going to be a great quarterback matchup. Patrick Mahomes against uh, whoever the Broncos pull out of the stands to play quarterback. Week five. Washington at New Orleans Saints. Ah, very politically correct. Moving on. Week six. 49ers at Packers. Okay, not bad. Week seven. Giants at Falcons. Okay. Week eight. Patriots at Bills. Okay, yeah, all right. Week nine. Titans at Cowboys. No, not bad. Week 10, New York Giants at San Francisco 49ers. Okay, not bad as well. Week 11, Kansas City Chiefs versus Los Angeles Rams, Mexico City. Okay. Week 12, Titans at Texans. Okay, cool. You just want to get through these. He's not even saying the cities anymore. Week 13, Washington at Philadelphia. Okay. Week 14, Vikings at Seahawks. Week 15, Saints at Panthers. Week 16, Broncos at Raiders. Okay. Yep, they got the wrong, they got the, they got the bottom end of the schedule. Why is there organ music playing? Happy. All right, we'll be back on the informal program right after this. All right, now's the part of the show where I come out and read a testimonial about one of our partners. And uh, this one, got a great email the other day. Guy came in and said, uh, you saw our, our Instagram or I don't know, where you put it, on Twitter or something like that? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I think we sent an email to our listeners. We sent an email to our listeners and told them about tires. And I got a great uh, email here. It says, thank you so much. You know, before, I was just driving on the rims, scraping on the freeway. Sparks were flying. It was horrible. Once I got tires, the ride of my car improved dramatically. I can go different places. I can go down dirt roads. And I don't skate on ice. So thank you for tires. So, folks, if your car still has rims only, which... It's a common issue in America. I've heard a lot of stories. I've seen a lot of cars like this. It's a, it's a problem. Put some tires on your car. The rubber has great traction, and you can go places without slip sliding. It brakes a lot easier. Get tires in your cars today. And now from the newsroom, it's Bagman. And now from the newsroom, it's Bagman. That's what he just said. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, people of Indiana, I have a message for you. By the way, this is Bagman. This is the news commentary, news reporting over at 2018. I warn you, do not tell me that you were not warned. I will tell you right now, the refs are not on your side. They are on the side of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You must go extra, above and beyond, as I smack the desk to get my point across to you people in Indiana. Lance Stevenson, if you can hear the sound of my voice. Bogdan Bogdanovich, if you can hear the sound of my voice. Head coach of the Patriots, Mo Cheeks. It's not Mo Cheeks, is it? No, it's not. Nate McMillan. Close enough. If you can hear the sound of my voice, the refs are on the side of the Cavaliers. Run while you can and beware. 
This has been the Bagman News Commentary. Well, that was uh, balanced. Back here on the informal program. He's going to get us in trouble one of these days. I mean, really. By the way, the NTA called. Oh, they did. They really liked his uh, calling them scandalous and, and fraudulent, didn't he? They loved it, man. I hung up on him. All right, so uh, if he's dragged away by an NCAA official, you know what happened. By the way, uh, a, a correction here. We had a, our, our in-house theologian wanted to correct us. Several episodes ago, someone wrote in and said he was talking to clouds like Moses. Moses did not uh, speak to clouds. The, the people were let out by a cloud. Right. That's what the uh, in-house theologian told us. That's, I mean, that's what he told us. Which was ironic because... Uh, Someone who I believe goes to a theological seminary wrote in and said he talked to clouds like Moses, so I don't know what to believe. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the show. Do you want to do this Thursday night football thing? Yeah, just get the football out of your system right now, okay? Cleanse yourself. Just, just it's like it's one of like, those detoxing cleanse. Get all the football out right now. Well, that's pleasant. I'm just telling you, man, you don't like football. I didn't say no, no, no. Hey, play that, play that, John. Play that, play that. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I never said I don't like football. My issue is with the constant talking about football. That's my issue. Football is a great sport. When we started the show, football saved us because we had nothing to talk about some days. That's not on the producing at all. That's just happened to happen. What? Yeah. No, that was a joke. Oh. We'll get it. We'll get it straightened out right now. We'll get it one day, John. You'll, you'll play the right drop. No, I was shocked. I thought you weren't joking. May I finish? Yeah. Football saved us when we started this show. College football, pro football. We had nothing to talk about, and then the playoffs showed up. So I like football. I like football. What? Yes, I do like football. Talk about shocking. Yes, I do like football. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go okay, you done? laughing back there just go back in there close your door and and go on the other side of the glass and stop coming out here and produce the show thank you see again i'm telling him he's producing the show dave you need to step up man i'm, I'm giving him your job yeah anyway carry on with your your, your monologue you know, someone's got a great attitude today by the way are we doing beanie factoids if he comes out of there yeah yeah if if, if john if you can play drops correctly we'll do beanie factoids sound good yep all right so football saved us when we started this show. So I enjoy football, but my issue is that when we're in the middle of the World Series, when we're in the middle of uh, the All-Star game, when we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs and people are breaking down which third-string quarterback is going to get signed by the Lions to a, a one-year unguaranteed contract, that's where I have my issue. I have no problem with the draft. I have a problem with the nine weeks leading up to the draft where we have 15 mock drafts. That's my issue. I like the NBA draft, but I don't need five different renditions of the, who the Suns are going to pick at small forward. Who are they going to pick? I mean, according to ESPN. Um... All right. That was a joke. Get, get back in there. So with that being said, we've already done the uh, Monday Night Football schedule. I don't think this is going to be very hard to beat. But for comparison, we're going to do the Thursday Night Football schedule. And just just so you know, Monday Night Football, when was Monday Night Football established, Dave? You never looked that up. I got busy with other things. Okay, look up when Monday Night Football started. Please. I, I'd really appreciate it. So by comparison, Monday Night Football was in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. 
It started September 12, 1970. Thank you. September 21st. Close enough. I got the, the things mixed up. So what's that? 70, uh, 70, 80, 90, 2010. Uh, I don't know, like 50 years. Great math, Dave. Great math. Anyway, by comparison, Thursday Night Football started within the last 15 years. I believe it started in 2005. Okay? So, Monday Night Football, all that history, Howard Cosell, the whole crew, Al Michaels, John Madden, all that history. Thursday Night Football, slightly older than I am, or younger than I am. I was going to say, I was like, goodness, you are you a child doing this show. That voice was hard. By the way, I didn't hear Bagman do his impersonation. Get Bagman in here so he can do his impersonation of me, and then we can keep doing with the show. All right, so here we go. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Football schedule for 2018? I am so ready, man. I was born ready. All right. Is, is announcer man going to read these? Do you have him reading these? Uh, no, you'll have to do it, but he'll do the weeks. All right, cool. Week one. Atlanta Falcons at Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Already better. Week two. Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, now we're falling off. Week three. New York Jets at Cleveland Browns. Oh, well, I spoke too soon. Week four. Minnesota Vikings at Los Angeles Rams. That's not bad. Week five. Colts at Patriots. Hello. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. Uh, they don't have Andrew Luck, will they? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. Okay, well, never mind. Okay, moving on. Week six. Eagles at Giants. Not bad. Week seven. Broncos at Cardinals. Week eight. Dolphins at Texans. Okay. Yeah, these are all horrible. They are. Week 9. Oakland Raiders at 49ers. Week 10. Panthers at Steelers. Week 11. Packers at Seahawks. That's a good game. Week 12. Falcons at Saints. Mm, that's a Thanksgiving game. Week 13. Saints at Cowboys. Week 14. Jaguars at Titans. Week 15. Chargers at Chiefs. All right. Not bad, not bad. So so if we're going to give the winner, the winner of this is uh, Thursday night? In a landslide. Excellent. So congratulations to Thursday night football. And Monday night football, get out while you can. The NFL is taking your money, giving you the worst games, the worst playoff games. Run while you can. Okay. It's now time for uh, the most infamous part of the show. It's time for Beanie Factoids. Here's John Beanie. Hi. Hi. Okay. Number one. Number one, uh, this story comes from the world of Major League Baseball that we have not delved into enough. Are you looking at me? You're the producer. Or I'm the producer, depending on Daniel's uh, train of thought there. Okay, very funny. I earned that. Okay. Um, By the way, who's playing the drops when you're over here? That's a great question. Yeah. Okay, don't, don't look back there. It's, it's too unsightly. You're right. Uh, Brandon Belt had a 21-pitch at-bat. Uh, breaks an MLB record for the most pitches ever seen in an at-bat. That's 21 pitches. Uh, it, it broke the record set in 1998 in a battle between Ricky Gutierrez and Bartolo Colon. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, it, the bat lasted about 12 minutes. Great for uh, baseball's pace of play. All right. I only have one more factoid today, but it's a big one. All right. 
I need to hype this up. Are you guys ready? Uh, listen, I'm not going to tell you this factoid until y'all are ready. Dave's shaking back there. He's literally shaking. I, I can't wait. I think I might know what this is, but uh, just say it, man. All right, Dave, you need to sit down for this. Danny, you need to sit down as well. Everybody in here, sit down. Be humble. Sit down. You're sitting down? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Okay. <clears throat> it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out on Wednesday, so tomorrow. But you heard it here first. And on social media, if you're on social media. But you heard it here first, okay? The GOAT. Yeah. The former champion. Yeah. The man so good. Yeah. So smooth. Bring it. So consistent. So consistent at what? So consistent. Yeah? How long is this going to take? Yeah, we got like five minutes left in the show. Don't interrupt me. All right. Actually, go over there. Sit in my spot. Get out of here, please. All right, very well. Carry on. That's a nice chair. All right. The man's so smooth, so consistent, so silky. So silky what? He was so good, so silky, so smooth, so consistent. They changed the championship to keep it from happening again. Oh, Kareem's coming back? No. Well, you killed that. Well, I mean, they did change the rules. They couldn't dunk. If you just wanted to say it, because, I mean, I was, I was going somewhere. Listen, they changed the rim so he wouldn't dunk, man. You thought Kareem was coming back? You said the former champion so silky. Oh, just, just be quiet. <clears throat> the man. Yeah. Guys, we really are running out of time. No, no, no. I got this. The man. Yes. Who popularized the color. Uh-huh. The man. Yes. Who was so good. Yep. That the sport changed forever. Oh, yeah. Lance Armstrong. Will you? All right, you know what? I'm done. I can't do this. Just get to the thing, please. All right. I have just received word. Yes. From our affiliate. Yes. 28.3 Atlanta. Yes. And Charlotte. Yeah. And a writer. Yes. Formerly for SB Nation. Uh-huh. That he's coming back. Who's coming back? He. Yes. The 20. Yes. Oh, three. Yes. NASCAR Winston Cup Series winner, champion. One race win, that's all that a man needed. He's back, boy. Matt Kenseth is returning to Roush Racing. Oh! Yes! Oh! <laughs> He's back! He's back! Who is that? This has been Beanie Factoids. All right, let's wrap up the show with a couple things I, I wanted to get to. Didn't get to because that factoid literally took three minutes. He's back, boy. What do you think is going to happen with that? I think, listen, this will be my dream, okay? And by the way, when did you get into NASCAR? Well, I, I have been a fan. I just wanted to mock it so that I could get national attention. Um, see, what I want to see happen is he splits the ride with Trevor Bain, and then because of that, uh, the car makes the playoffs. And, and uh, stuff happens. And we're out of time on the show, so I don't even get to whatever I want to talk about. So we'll just hold that for next week. Uh, I hope the national audience enjoyed that. 
This is the Informal Program. I'm Daniel. John is the engineer. Dave's the producer. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, so this is the post-show, the minute I have to talk about it. Um, here's, a, here's a question. I'm a serious question here as we wrap up the show, Dave. Weren't the Jazz supposed to be bad? We didn't get to any basketball. But weren't the Jazz, when Gordon Hayward left, weren't the Jazz supposed to rebuild and be terrible and everyone would boo him when he came back because he left them high and dry and he left this championship contender and the team was supposed to fall to pieces? What happened? They're beating the Oklahoma City Thunder. Did I miss something? No, you didn't. By the way, Bagman's here. All right, Bagman, do your impression of me. Hi, this is uh, Daniel West. I do the Informer program. Not bad. Can I do mine of yours? Sure. Uh, hi, this is Bagman. Uh, offensive, but I'll take it. This show is absolutely ridiculous. All right. More on the jazz next week. We'll see you. Bye.